Rokugan, a land of spirits, of fortunes, and of samurai. A place of honor, duty, and war, where seven great clans vie eternally for the favor of the emperor, where a whispered word can be as deadly as a single strike, and one missed up the difference between life and death. But while clans battle in the high halls of the Emperor and on the fields of the Emerald Empire, a growing darkness gnaws at the borders. Here, the foul legions of the corrupted Kami Fu Lang seek to break through and destroy all that is righteous and good. And yet, the darkness beyond the borders is not the only threat to Rokugan. Political tensions amongst the great clans threaten to grow monthly, meaning that war is surely on the horizon. It is a time of sacrifice, of great heroes, of small stories of bravery that will forever go untold. It is a time of thunder. Hi, I'm Michi, playing Kaito Rei of the Kaito Shrine Keeper School. Hi, I'm Lily, also known as Lilypad Nebula. I'm playing Doji Sayaka, who is a member of the Doji Courtier School. Hello, I am Rain Hayes, and I am playing Soshi Kiryuki of the Yogo Wardmaster School. Hi, I'm Solobon, playing Moto Mununokoi, Unicorn Clan Moto Conqueror School. Hi, I'm Miss Misery, and I'm playing Toritaka Yoshi of the Toritaka Phantom Hunter School. And I'm Sean, also known as Throck, and I'll be your storyteller. Now, let's go play L5R. Our young samurai are on the road to the castle of the Emerald Champion there to begin training as Emerald Magistrates. It's an eight-day journey from Suma to the castle, and it's been an eventful one. First, as was mentioned, they met up with Ryu, Doji Satsumi's attendant, who was also traveling back to his home at the Emerald Castle. Then assailed by bandits, the samurai vanquished them and found out that the bandits were seemingly hired to waylay them specifically. And finally, they met a strange samurai on the morning of the fourth day. Practicing katas on a hill next to a road, she offered to duel the best of them, and through an impromptu dueling contest, Motomu and Nakoi faced off against the woman who, it was revealed, was a Kenku, a bird spirit of luck who gifted Mu and Nakoi with a gift, a single black feather, that will allow you to re-roll one ring die once a day. The group travels for the next few days uneventfully with Ryu in tow, but about midday on the seventh day, the party hears a strange noise from around the bend. A ripping and tearing of flesh combined with this high-pitched chatter and this occasional deep grunt. The wind, blowing in your direction, smells of recent death. And Ray, something about the spirits here feels off. What do you do? We should move carefully. Agreed. Do we have any idea what that is? You, I mean, you hear it too, right? There's something not quite right about these spirits. I'm going to, as quietly as I can, scout ahead. Uh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> skulldudgery, right? Yes. Rolling. Okay, so you get to keep three dice. Um, Jeez, you. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah, you, get, you got an ex a success and an exploding success to start um, with yeah. uh, an opportunity and two strikes. Okay, uh, one of the opportunities 
We'll cancel out the strife, and I'll yeah. re-roll the exploding. So you'll take one strife. Now, one thing we were doing wrong is you can choose you can choose not to take this die. The second oh. die that you roll, you can choose not to take it. You have to re-roll it, but then you can choose whether or not you want to take it. Mm. If you choose to take it, then you have to keep all effects of the die, including the strife and all that. Uh, I won't keep it because I don't want that strife. Okay, done. All right, so you begin sneaking up. Uh, is it, nobody's going to stop him, right? Of the the, the other three of you, you guys are going to kind of let him go off. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yep. This is kind of what I do. <laughs> yeah, Kuroyuki. As you come around the corner, you see carnage. Two merchants lie bleeding and crying in the dirt. There, two large carts overturned and their families slaughtered around them. The corpses of what appear to be their bodyguards are covered in blood, and there's a pack of 12 of these small green creatures wearing what looks like pots and pans for armor and these wide-brimmed, uh, like, rice-wrapped hats kind of working on horse flesh. <laughs> Seem to be so much paying attention to each other and the, the horse flesh that they're working on that they don't even seem to know, notice you. They're goblins. They're laughing and throwing bones at the two cringing peasants who are still alive. Uh, these are smallish, three-foot-tall creatures, and they look like a mockery of a true samurai in their armor. Each of them carries a short spear. Additionally, a wounded-looking ogre sits off to one side and seems to have gathered an adult female to himself, is greedily ripping the flesh off of her. So focused are they on filling their bellies with the horse and human flesh that the goblins and ogre ignore you. If you want it, you all have the element of surprise. Uh... I'll pull back slightly and just signal them the numbers. It'll be like small 12 and large one. <laughs> uh, crap, it would be dishonorable to run away. Damn and it. there are two living merchants who notice you when you come around the corner, Kuroyuki, and they kind of have these like eyes silently pleading for help. Oh, damn it. Ray, the longer I did you... Oh, go ahead. I think, fuck, <laughs> if the merchants weren't here, I'd say we should go back, get reinforcements to help us out and attack, but. We have the element of surprise. We can try to. I will slowly slide out my katana and, well, yeah, my katana and try to sneak around, see if I can get behind the ogre. Okay, so there are high reeds on one side of the road. So the road is about two range bands wide or about 10 feet wide. Um, on one side are high reeds, and on the other side there are uh, some woods that kind of obscure a little bit. It's a bit slow going through the reeds, especially if you want to be uh, so if you want to be quiet. But that is also the side that the ogre is on. And Ray, as as Kuroyuki's looking up Skulk, the longer you stand here, the more and more you get this feeling that, especially the void spirits here, are deeply imbalanced. Something has happened recently to cause some deep imbalance in the the very essence of Void here. And actually, Ayoshi, you feel the same thing being a Shugenja. Mm-hmm. I think what I want to do... Yes? I want to slowly get behind the ogre, mm -hmm. and I'll have my katana out, but I'm actually going to take out my tessin, and I'm going to try and do Deadly Sting on it. Okay, so you're Ooh, sneaking I, around the ogre. I want I to know what everyone with, else is doing. Okay. I will go with her. And I will try in my, as my best, my here's my objective. It's to kind of act as a shield for 
our creepy scorpion girl. Okay. Uh, so I, I kind of want all of this to happen simultaneously because I imagine you sitting around making a plan. Like, so she, uh, Kuroyuki and Mu and Akoi are like, okay, we're going to sneak around this way. Sayaka and Rei, what are you planning on doing? Should we take up position somewhere and try to shoot some of these goblins down? Yeah, probably from the reeds where they wouldn't have a good chance of spotting you. And that way we have yeah. tactical advantage of fire coming down from both sides. Yeah. All right. Okay, so all of you are going through the reeds on the right-hand side of the road. Two of you are going to post up further back, Sayaka and Ray, to mm-hmm. shoot arrows at the goblins, who are kind of on your side as you're coming around. The ogre is kind of sitting off to kind of facing off to the right side of the road, looking into the reeds, just kind of happily chewing on some poor lady. Uh, is that correct? I, I, will, I will ask, wait till... Uh... Kuroyuki and I strike first, then attack. Uh, how close are the goblins and the ogre, like, range band-wise? Uh, uh, they're two range bands apart, so imagine that there were two carts that were kind okay. of broken down. Yeah, in caravan. Muunakoi, what were you going to ask? Uh, I, I was just uh, asking our fellow compatriots to wait till we strike. So when they see us and they... Be, I, the, the plan in Muunakoi's mind right now is wait till they uh, to get the goblins attention towards us so when the arrows come up they're caught off guard even more okay all right so i would first like uh muunakoi and kuroyuki to give me a skullduggery roll duggery skullduggery who be with me gods (laughs) (laughs) um i have zero it's okay i know uh, would you say this is more of an air or a water thing? I think it's water. That helps. Okay, there you go. That's three successes. Now you, Once you an ha- exploding success. Yeah, you have to roll the exploding success, but you don't have to take it. I'll roll the exploding success. That's not me. No, that was rain. So okay, rain, you're I'll... up to four successes and three strife. And you're up to three success, four successes and three strife. Now, you don't have to take that fourth success and that third strife if you want to. You're pushing it to five. That's me. That's fu- uh, yeah. Yeah, I won't take that uh, last one. Okay, so we've got four successes and three strife from Rain, <clears throat> and four successes and th- or three successes. Are you going to take that die, Quinn? Yeah, I'll take the three strife. Okay, so you need to roll the exploding uh, success again to see what happens. Explode the success! God damn it, does this <laughs> have any other option? It does not. Uh, no, it was another exploding success in a strife, but you don't have to take it. You're at five successes. That is a lot of successes. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Uh, so before I have Ray and Sayaka roll, uh, Toritaka Aoshi, can you roll for me an aesthetics air check? So you got one success. Because you're also in the reeds, and it's not like they go off forever, and you're also probably sitting close to the road... People are starting to move through the reeds. The goblins haven't seen you two. Uh, Kuro, Yuki, Mu, and Nikoi, you are ghosts to them. But to this other person sitting in the reeds alongside you, who you would have to pass by to get where you're going, somebody's moving towards you in the reeds. Somebody's is very quietly, very sneakily, moving towards you in the reeds. I very carefully take out my katana. Okay. Kuro, Yuki, there's somebody up ahead of you. You can describe yourself if you want. Um, she's wearing very nondescript colors, just kind of, um, earth tones, mostly, just to blend in and everything like that. The only thing of, of any 
We'll, um, she has a nice sash around her waist of a, a pale gold color that she's, it looks a little bit warm, but other than that, she's there. She's very short, very, very short. Um, and her hair is up in a bun, but it keeps falling down. Um, she looks disheveled, but other than that, she has her katana out and she is looking towards where the sound is. So she would be looking towards you guys, but she's just kind of, her head's turned to you, but her, her eyes are just going. Yeah. You see the movement of the reeds. You don't see those two yet. I'm going to say you didn't get okay. enough success to actually see them, but you certainly notice something happening down that way. Do we see her? Yes, because I want you all to meet, right? You you know there's somebody up ahead in the reeds, although it's hard to make them out. You're just barely... There's a short person, probably not green-skinned, up in the... Up in the lucky goblin ahead. I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hold Kuryuki back. Like, <laughs> okay, now Ray and Sayaka, can you give me your skullduggery test to sneak in? <clears throat> and then we'll get back to Kuryuki, Munako, and Aoi. Goblin die. <laughs> goblin die. <laughs> <laughs> that is the sound they make, by the way. <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. You're welcome. <laughs> Okay, so we've got some successes here. Uh, need to roll your explodings. Uh, okay. Um, so I'm going to keep my skill die. Yep. For one success. Uh, the success and a strife, and then mm -hmm. the explode with the extra success. Okay, so that'll be four successes for you. Uh, we're up to two successes for Michi with two strife. Uh, you have to reroll the explodey. But you don't have to keep it. Another explodey. Three successes, so I'm gonna keep that. Okay, four six. You're at four successes and three strife, or four strife. You just keep rolling them, exploding dice. It's very impressive, but that's a lot of strife. I mean, I get it. You, I feel like the the reason that you all are stressed out here, and you can tell me if I'm wrong. If you have another reason why you're taking some significant strife right now, is because oh gods, those are Shadowland creatures. What are they doing in Lion Lands? How did yes. they get here? And why are they ripping apart humans? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, was, that was what I was thinking too. Okay, so uh, everybody is able to very stealthily sneak their way into the reeds on the side of the road, allowing you to set up a pretty awesome ambush. But we have a problem to deal with before that. Ayoshi, there's some people, you think, or some movement, at least, in the reeds off to your right or off to your left. Koroyuki and Muenakoi, there's somebody up there. Yeah, uh, Muenakoi will do his best to continue his stealthy approach and kind of give a... <whistles> like a bird call the best he could do. <laughs> Kiryuki's gonna be like I'm gonna I'm gonna lean in and whisper real quiet to him. You could have just gone over there and talked to her. <laughs> I didn't want to get stabbed first. <laughs> so he'll go out. Uh, with he the will whistle exit through the reeds. One of the goblins actually gets up, is holding like this horse flank and dragging it behind him as he kind of walks over to the reeds. And it's like, what was that noise? I'm like, birds. I'm like, birds. I'm sorry, Throck. <laughs> oh no, you're fine. I love goblin mouth. I love speaking gobbly. So you're, you're totally welcome. Yeah. Well, I, I will give the dungeon master his opportunity to speak his goblin speak. And I. He'll he'll go up to Aoshi and pretty much do a wave, I guess. 
Rana's pointed at your face. Yeah, and he's going to be like, he's going to point to the sword that's in his face. She has a Falcon Clan Mon on her robes, by the way. You're acting like Quinn knows what that is. So Falcon Clan <laughs> is a minor clan. Uh, so okay. every, this is this is common knowledge. Falcon Clan is a minor clan, and they are in service to the crab. They tend to be in service to oh, the crab cool. or very allied okay. with the crab. And Sweet. Perfect. Yeah, the person you're seeing walks up looks very much like a unicorn. Super gaijin. Super doesn't look like he's from Rokugan originally. Yeah. And he, he, he was going to point to the sword, point to the goblins, and go like this, and point to his sword, point to the goblins, and go like this. <laughs> Kuroyuki, a goblin... You that goblin. <laughs> Kuroyuki, that goblin is now walking right in front of you. If he's moved his way into the reeds. There's some distance now between you and Mu and Akoi as Mu and Akoi wa- walked up and talked to Aoshi. And so between you and those two, this goblin walking through the reeds, Looking for that bird's list. Please let there be a fucking bird in here. I'm sorry. I fucked up our own perfectly laid plan. I'm actually <laughs> going to hold until the goblin goes past me. Okay. I'll let them deal with that. I'm going after the ogre. <laughs> okay. I have plans. <laughs> so you ever you've played Assassin's Creed, right? Yes. I'm talking to their storyteller. Oh, oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till he gets in the bush before I uh, hit and blade kill him with my scimitar to the best of my ability. Uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, roll martial art plus the ring of your choice. Martial art he, melee plus the ring of your choice. You're trying to assassinate him. <laughs> I'm trying my best. Like yeah. So what I will say is that you can spend opportunity to make it extra quiet. Yeah, if you roll, if you do air, um, that's like explicitly an air thing you can do. Yeah. So if you make it an oh. air roll. Oh no, that's worse. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll, but if you're I looking for, it then? yeah, if you'd like to, if you're looking for stealth. I guess I'll uh, do air. Okay. Which is better. Yes. Uh, three. Yeah, because you've got the. Uh, uh, the exploding yeah. success on my ability. Yeah. That's great. So you can spend those. So you got three. You can only keep one of these dice, but it can be a success uh, because he doesn't notice you. I'm going to say it's a TN one to hit. Right. And he's a little goblin. So it's not like okay. he has a ton of endurance. He's a little mook. So um, if I kept this, will this go over to the rest of the dice pool? And would that count as a crit? Well, you only get to keep. Oh, you get to keep. It would count as a crit, but it would be messy because you're not spending any dice on subtlety. Yeah, then I don't want to... Yeah, I'll, I'll wait for this. I'll take the subtlety over the crit then. Okay. So, silently and murderously, I'm going to give you this on one success because A, I think it's thematically awesome, and B, I don't think he knows you're coming, so it's not like he's being actively defensive anyways, right? Um, mm-hmm. You get your one success. How do you... With Aoshi looking at you, like her katana out, you going... You hear this goblin kind of loudly walking through the I want the birds and you hear him like dragging this horse flank flank behind him. How do you subtly take him out? I imagine with his scimitar he waits until yeah. it, he kinda is dragging through the bushes and everything, and yeah. he waits till he finds a quiet spot using his unicorn clan sort of ideas of nature. Sure. And just covers his sharp mouth and teeth and just sticks his scimitar through his chest end 
and then cracks his neck. Nice. So in this single movement, you move your hand around the goblin's mouth, and it's gross. Uh, it's kind of like slobbery and like blood covering all over it. And you can just... And get the scimitar up through its chest. He's only about three feet tall, so you can do it while crouching pretty easily. And then there's this... As you crack its neck at the same time as you move, uh, put the scimitar through it, silently bringing him down into the reeds. What happens next? Uh, I'll look to you. It should be like, we cool? <laughs> Look, I killed a goblin. She's probably just gonna nod, and then she's just gonna turn and look right back at the ogre and just go, "So, okay." And she's gonna start forward quietly, hope, and watch for them to move forward as well. Yeah, he'll charade like he'll charade like his friends taking care of it. <laughs> his friends ahead of it. <laughs> But yeah, we'll but, attack it's, ogre. It's very, it's very Gaijin charade. So really, yeah. he's... Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, so I team. Okay. Quietly, and then just burst out, go for the ogre troll okay. thing. So Kuroyuki, I'm gonna have you go, and then Aoshi go. You're all gonna get a free action. I'm going to have it. The the order it feels like narratively this should happen is Kuroyuki, Aoshimu, and Akoi, and then Sayaka and Rei at the end. Because it feels like you two are waiting for the signal of the three people who are kind of moving in. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. when they attack the ogre, we're, we're going to start shooting at the goblins. Okay. So let's start with Kuroyuki. So I have... I'm going to try Deadly Sting. Um, I also have a school ability called the Path of Shadows. Can I use my school ability with Deadly Sting? Uh, Yeah. Cool. So I will do that. So first, so that's a success. I'm going to, so it lets me choose which poison I'm going to use. Yes. And I'm going to use night milk. That's the one I was using. Um, night, night milk? Sorry. Too rare? No, no, no. It's totally fine. Okay. It's just a little lewd. <laughs> when night milk is applied to a weapon, after target suffers a critical strike from the weapon, they suffer the disoriented and prone conditions. All right. That's even looter. <laughs> I've given you my night uh, milk, and now you're disoriented and prone. <laughs> Usually that happens. No, never mind. Um, and then for my school ability, it says, while performing an attack action against a target who is compromised, incapacitated, unconscious, or unaware of your presence, yes. the damage and deadliness of your weapon as being increased by your school rank. So one. So one. Okay. And the... Uh, Damage of my Tessin is four. Deadliness is three. Okay, so it's going to be five yep. to start. It's still, uh, for an ogre, because they're huge, I'm still going to make it, even though he's just kind of sitting there, it's still going to be a TN2 to hit. Okay. Okay, so you absolutely hit him, and then okay. you will add one damage. So you're going to be doing uh, one, two. So it'll be one extra damage. So it's going to be six total endurance and he is now so tell me how you hit him with this tell me how this happens i know mechanically what's going to happen but what narratively what happens here so i'll step towards him towards his back and i'll have a moment to think and i'll think about the kenku that we met mm -hmm. and how in that last fight she turned into a crow and went past him and i'm actually going to step forward and uh push off my legs slide through and slice my tessin onto his side as I'm passing through, trying oh. to mimic that move. I love that. 
So as you get up, you slide through and you do exactly that. <laughs> slide the tessin across the side of him and there's this <laughs> As he starts to weave for a second, and he falls to the ground. Uh, so some stuff is gonna happen simultaneously. Uh, the goblins take notice of their ogre friend falling down, but before they have a chance to react, the rest of you get actions, and then we'll roll initiative after this. So Ayoshi, you are next. So is the ogre dead? No, he's still up, but he's on the ground, kind of looking drugged and weird. Okay, so for my background, mm-hmm. I, he's not otherworldly, is he? No, he's not, because he's not a ghost. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going for tendons and ligaments. Um, I'm going to go for somewhere in the shoulder region and just okay. try to select as I can there. Awesome. So you will make a martial arts check and then choose the ring you think is most appropriate to the attack. I think because she's running to right towards him, mm-hmm. flying with something else, I think probably void would be better, like for like sacrifice. For sure. Okay. Yeah. You're just going to do, you're just going to no mind the <laughs> do it. I like it. So it'll be a martial arts void, martial arts melee void. Okay. And we'll call that two successes, which is absolutely enough to hit. Now you can use those two opportunity for a couple of things. Uh, You can gain spiritual insight into the nature of the universe or your own heart by spending two opportunity in void stance. You can detect signs of the supernatural by spending one or more, but I think they're pretty obvious. Um, You can reduce the TN of any other check from any other ring by one the next time you use it. Um, Or you can remove strife, one for one, opportunity for strife. Or you can keep the two strife and use the two opportunity as a crit. I'm going to use it for a crit. Love it. How do you kill this ogre? Uh, I take its arm off in a major artery. Nice. There's this spray of blood across the road as you run up and in this single movement almost perfection of butchery you come up and you you sever the ogre's arm from its body there's a moment of as he slowly bleeds out and you see the the blood thrumming and slower slower and stops and there still lays the ogre on the ground and because you crit i'm gonna say you got no blood on you you don't have to worry about it oh we got muinakoe next i'm sorry we're gonna go in, like inside to outside, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Moon it's Nicole. all good. <laughs> um, Munico is just going to be like, well, shit, and go towards the goblins instead. <laughs> and uh, he's going to charge in, just r- rushing at the nearest one. Okay. He's going to use a water approach with his scimitars. Oh! Oh! That's great. That's a, a lot of successes. Uh, okay, so I'm going to use my exploding successes. So I got one, two, three. <laughs> yes. You're going to kill two of them. I'll spend that two opportunity to raise my TN by two at the nearest goblins. Okay. And hopefully our, the rest of our party knows that's the sign. Yeah. There's <laughs> Ray and Sayaka, there's obviously people murdering stuff up there now. Uh, as Mu and Akoa, you come up and <laughs> with the two swings of your scimitar just take two of these goblins apart. Rain Sayaka. So I'm going to aim kind of towards like the edge of the, uh, of like the, the big goblin group. I'm using water to show like, because she's kind of like, oh, nope. Okay. Just like shifting her stance basically to move over and aim differently. Okay. 
Um, and yep, yeah, shooting my arrows at the goblins. Okay. Uh, so it's a TN2 to hit, and you're in the water stance. Uh, so you absolutely hit with an exploding success, a success, and two strife and opportunity. But reroll that skill die. That's another right. success and opportunity. Yeah. Um, okay. So. And just in this pure economy of motion, uh, how much damage does it do? Uh, my bow is... Should be four? Uh, damage five. Five. Nice. So, uh, as one of them goes flying with the, the force of the arrow. Right. Nice. Uh, I am going to use Tempest of Air on these goblins. Ooh. Get him, gobbles. All right. All right, so that is a TN2 Air? Yeah, it's a TN2 two Air. Okay. So you're there with two successes. Or TN3, rather. Oh, you're not there. Nope. Blah. There's something about the spiritual imbalance here. And as you begin to attempt to call on the Kami in order to move the spirits to affect these goblins in some way. It's almost as if they're afraid to enter this area in any meaningful way. And now we roll initiatives. So everybody's going before the goblins. So we start with uh, Muunikoi or Ray. Whichever of you would like to go first can go first. I will shoot an arrow at them. The goblins now rising to the occasion. TNT, that's going to hit. You reroll the exploding die and choose to keep it or not. All right. Uh We'll keep that, yeah. Okay. So you will easily, with your, your single strike of the arrow, because it's damage five on the bow, right? Mm-hmm. Plus two. Okay. Uh, yeah. Knocks out the goblin. And it goes flying back onto the dirt, blood, greenish, black, brackish blood spewing, uh, spreading across the road. Uh, Mu and Akoi. All right, scimitar. Okay. Uh, you're going to kill another one. We can keep rolling if you want, but you're going to kill a goblin. Okay, and I'll use that opportunity to raise my TN. Okay. Um, so you're just going to need to remember, tell me how much strife you're going to take up. One, two, three, four. Oh, no. Okay, I'm at seven strife so far. And uh, your composure's 12, so you're you're okay. Um, yeah. But you're starting to get up there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mo- moving okay. into the fray. Uh, yeah, he's, ta- he's taking it. He's going to raise that TN. Okay. Moving into the fray, a whirling dervish of blades. You come up to one of the uh, unsuspecting goblins as he's starting to, like, whip this spear around to you, and before he can do it, you take him from shoulder to stomach across, and he just kind of slides into two pieces, falling to the ground. Lily or Kuroyuki, who goes next? Uh, mine should be quick. I'm just going to shoot another uh, arrow. Okay. So you were at two successes, which is enough to hit? Three successes, because I have choose I am in fire. Oh, because you're in fire and the strife counts. That's indeed. So three successes. You still take the strike, and that's going to be a total of six damage. Is that right? Yes. Another one goes down quickly. Uh, These are, it turns out, as this is your first encounter with goblins, they're not that tough. There just tends to be a lot of them. And it turns out if you can get the drop on them, you you, you are in a pretty good position here because we're only down to five goblins left alive uh, who are starting to look pretty shaken as Kuroyuki. It's your go. Uh, I'm actually, so is there a goblin that is like right near the reeds? Uh, no, you'll actually have to close range bands uh, okay. more than one now to interact because of the way that you came at the ogre. It actually, it put you a little bit more out of position from it than everyone else. Okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll actually stay in the reeds. I won't need to use skulk because there's nobody near me. Okay. So I will 
take a breath. Okay. Uh, you take your calming breath and reduce one fatigue. Uh, okay, so you take your calming breath. Aoshi, what are you doing? Um, I'm going to go towards the remaining goblins and and, and um, with my katana and take slices at them. But the one thing is that she doesn't stop moving. She's constantly. I love that. So this is going to be a very watery stance. Is that right? Yeah, that's kind of how it makes sense in my head. I love that. Just constant movement of the sword. So you will make a TN2, so you'll need to get at least two successes on a martial arts melee plus water check. Okay. And what is the deadliness of your katana? Uh, No, not the deadliness, the damage of your katana. Four. Four. Uh, You come up. The the goblin is still up, but he looks super wounded as you slice the katana through his stomach. He's like holding at it now, but he's got his spear out as it's his go. Two of his buddies group up with him and come charging at you with their spears. Because that's what they do. Okay, so here's where we're at. They are going to hit you. Mm -hmm. They are also going to crit on you. Because when you get crit, you have to make a resistance roll. Is that correct? All right, so make a TN1 fitness check. And then what, yeah, whatever stance you are in. Yeah, so TN1 water water fitness. Mm -hmm. All right, so you you actually are able to dodge out of the way as the spear comes at you. You do take the three endurance, but you don't take the crit. So two more are left, and they're gonna charge at Mu and Akoi, and it's gonna be a TN4. So they they don't know that, and they're goblins. So uh, they get to roll one more helping die <coughs> on top of that. Doink! And that is clearly not enough, as you're able to easily deflect them off. And then we're back to the top of the round with either Ray or Mu and Akoi. As five of these goblins still stand, one of them wounded, there's still the two alive merchants kind of tied up onto the back of one of these destroyed carts. And you see Ryu back there. He looks like he's trying to sneak up to help the merchants. I will uh, continue swinging my scimitar at the goblins um, so they aren't able to make their way to the merchants. All right. But he's going to use fire. Love it. He's switching up his stance. Can I do that freely? Or do I have to freely choose your stance at the beginning of each combat round? Okay. So you're going to kill another goblin. (laughs) Cool. You slice your way through another goblin. There's four of them left, and they're starting to look really shaky. They've kind of formed into a single unit. The four of them kind of around each other with their spears poking out. But haven't found a way to escape yet. Uh, Ray. Um, I'm going to try Tempest of Air on these goblins again. Yeah. Yeah. Use your magic. There you go. All so right. You got your three successes this time. Yeah. And Tempest of Air. Uh, if you succeed, Blast of Wind smite each target. Uh, each target suffers supernatural damage equal to your air ring, so that's three. Okay. Ooh. Must resist with a TN4 fitness check, Earth 5, Fire 2, or suffer the disoriented condition. Okay. Uh, they actually make their Fire 2. They were in Fire Stance. Um, check. So they won't be disoriented because I'm just going to roll for them as a group. Because uh, okay. they are essentially a single unit right now. But one of them goes down as you finally are able to pull the spiritual energy through you and bid 
the spirits to go at these abominations. The wind begins to pick up and swirl around them, stones beginning to pelt them and sand getting in their eyes. They've, they've lost any sort of defensive advantage they had, and they look like they're about to break and run. One of them goes down as this larger uh, kind of, it was like a splinter of wood off of one of the broken down carts, goes straight through the side of its head and it just drops like a rock. Lily. Yeah. All right, uh, I'm gonna switch my stance to air. And that comes through, I think, just like she, since it's faint, so she like aims at one and then immediately like switches to shoot another one. Yep. Um, as she uh, fires. So air and one and shoot. Sure. Damn. That's um, gonna hit. It's a lot of strife. It's only a TN2, right? It is only a TN2. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'll keep two of the successes and then the opportunity to cancel okay. one of the strife out. Sure. Um, so that I only take one strife. All right, you'll take one strife with two successes as an arrow goes through one of the goblins and it goes down. Uh, Kuroyuki. Okay, I will change to fire. Okay. And I will burst from the reeds okay. and attack. Uh, katana or Tessin? Katana. Okay. So martial arts melee, switch yeah. to fire. So two successes and two strife. Yeah. That's going to be, uh, it's four damage. They're all wounded. So you take one out. As you burst through the reeds, uh, you come up and you slash one right across the, the stomach, and it kind of falls backwards as its entrails fall out of it, and they're just, whoa, the meats, as it falls. Um, <laughs> Somebody <laughs> save the food. <laughs> yeah, the meats are coming out. Yeah, sorry. Sometimes I just love goblin. We've got the meats. In, in whatever system, I just I just love the goblins. But yeah, okay. Uh, falls down and dies. One left, Aoshi. Same things before. Constantly spinning, constantly moving, flowing, and just slicing it. Slice. Uh, so, three, we have a house rule. Three opportunity can be converted into one success. Mm -hmm. Which would give you the two successes to hit someone. Or you can um, use those for something else if you want. Um, yeah, I'll convert it. Okay. Uh, so how do you go up and take out the last goblin? This is your entry and introduction to these other these other characters. What does it look like when you kill this last goblin who was destroying these two merchant families? Um, same things before. She's again just moving around, everybody flowing, moving constantly, doing her thing, and I think she's just gonna efficiently take its head off and In then turn to a complete spot where she's completely still and just looking at them. In this beauty of motion, as you continue to wrap your katana around you in a stance that, or in a style that is unfamiliar to most as you were trained by the Falcon Clan, you come down with this whip-quick strike across the neck that severs the head from the body efficiently as it falls to the ground in a gout of this black and green ichor. Ryu has apparently, during the combat, untied and vouchsafed the two merchants. He's brought them back to his cart, which is about 50 feet behind y'all, uh, where also sits, we should remember, Doji Sayaka's courtier. Um, but with the five of you together, what happens next? That all went according to plan. Yeah, except the bird call. Hey, you know what? We're not perfect. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for the assist. He says he goes over to Ayoshi. You're welcome. Uh... Out of curiosity, uh, what brings you along these parts? Well, first um, off, what's your name? Toritaka or Aoshi. And you? I'm Motomu Nakoi. 
Uh, this is our creepy scorpion girl, Kuriyoki. Will you stop introducing me as creepy? Never. Um, and our other party members are somewhere. They were the ones firing the arrows. Um, Sayaka's gonna go to the merchants and, like, help them. Like, untie okay. them. Like, you're not infected with goblin juice. Oh, uh, Ryu had already untied them and taken them back to his. Oh, okay. Got yeah. it. Never mind then. Yeah, I'll come. I'll, I'll we'll head out from the reeds to where the, um, where the group is then. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, I call her. Uh, lovingly crane lady and spooky spirit girl is somewhere they're not their names they can introduce themselves <laughs> you're not good at remembering names are you I'm right uh, actually I door. know exactly who you are Soshi Kiriyoki I just refuse to call you that <laughs> I, I find it very hard to believe that you know exactly who I am and I'll walk towards the cart <laughs> <laughs> we all we all joke uh Spooky spirit girl, how? Oh, she talks to uh, dead people. Really? Technically, we've all talked to dead people. You know what? No one asked you. Speaking okay. of which, Ray, <laughs> you hear crying coming from the other side of one of the broken down, and only you can hear it right now, from the other side of one of the broken down carts. Uh, I will go and investigate. Just kind of stop, perk up and change paths towards the crying. Okay. Well, she's going off doing that. Sayaka, you didn't get a chance to introduce yourself. Did you want to? Hello. Uh, my name is Doji Sayaka. It's a pleasure to meet you, and thank you so much for your help in dealing with that mess over there. You're welcome. Ilshi has very, very, very pale gray eyes, and she doesn't blink a lot. How fun. Oh, she's slightly disturbing. <laughs> what uh, brings you out here this way? I, um, I'm going to train as an Emerald Magistrate. Oh, we are as well. Really? Congratulations yeah. on that. Yeah. Surprising, right? So. <laughs> not. I, You're not wrong. I, cl clearly, we've we've all proven our worthiness. If. If we were, if we didn't deserve this chance, they wouldn't have picked us. I'm not saying you didn't. I like her. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, the road's dangerous. We should probably all travel together, don't you think? Safety in numbers. I wonder how freaked out Minikoi is getting that there are more and more creepy people joining the group. More and more. Creepy I mean, uh, he's. He has been staring directly at her eyes, waiting for her to blink the entire time. Like it's 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 just like it, his facial facial features are kind of like perplexed with mouth agape <laughs> as he's speaking. Fair. Yeah, like it'll happen eventually. It has to. <laughs> Kaito Ray, coming around the side of the broken down cart. You see a mother with a 12-year-old child in her arms, both of whom were killed in this attack. Spear thrust through both of them. And yet, sitting next to this sad scene is that very same child holding her knees up against her chest, looking up at you. Did they kill me? 
Marie's okay. gonna like crouch down to be on child's level. I'm afraid you did. Hey. What? No. What? What about my mama? What? 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 what I can't see very far. Where am I? Help me. Help me. You are still lingering here. You need to let go. I can't, I can't let go. I can't, I can't let go. Will you hold me? Yes. And she comes up to hug you, and you actually feel... If you choose to embrace her back. Mm-hmm. You actually feel this immediate connection with this child. As if the ghost itself is bonded to you in some way. Uh-oh. <laughs> I... Well, 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 my, my, my dad, is he, is he, is he, is he alive? My brother. I need, I need to find my family. Will you help me find my family? I can take you to the survivors. Okay. I, I had a little toy around here somewhere. And you notice in the arms of the child, in, on, on her physical body, there is a a uh, straw doll um, that has these kind of lacquered rice pearls for eyes um, and this very gorgeous looking piece of blue silk wrapped around the neck. Alright, um, am I able to get the toy without touching the body? <laughs> yeah, I'll say you can. Okay. Yeah. So, very carefully and gently take the toy. I, I don't... So, uh, let's go, let's go... Okay, it feels better when you hold it. Thank you. What, what, what's, what's, what's your name, miss? My name is Kaito Rei. What is yours? Kyoko. Kyoko, that's a lovely name. Thank you. Ayushi, there's a ghost nearby. My... Again, I, I'm... Because she's falcon clad, I'm kind of like... My head channeling falcon. Yeah. I'm just going to whip in its direction. And she's going to walk towards it. You see Ray carrying a rice wrapped, a, a, I'm sorry, like a, a straw doll with that mm -hmm. blue scarf and the two lacquered uh, pearl rice eyes. Uh, and it, it, whatever it is, is somewhere near her. What's the feeling I get from the ghost? Uh, scared, super scared, sad, like deeply dark pits of sadness, sad, like encompassing sadness, like as if there will uh. be no light in the universe. So it, would it be out of out of bounds to say if it's if it's like this, it's probably going to end up being. If it's not malignant now, it's going to be. You could make a religion check, uh, a yeah, I'm sorry, a theology check. It's probably okay. your best bet to try and figure that out, and like void or earth would probably be your best bet here. She's a phantom hunter. I'm going with void. Okay. Uh, yeah, you got three successes. It depends. It depends. There's a lot of dependencies here. Spirits in Rokugan are not unheard of. It is completely normal for spirits to appear. I mean, not like every day they hang out and stuff, but like there is a long religious tradition of spirits interacting with the physical world in some way or another, and... There is a, a long tradition of ancestor worship, which is essentially spirit worship. So, a, a but you do know that a life taken too early without fulfilling its dharma that doesn't go back into the wheel 
does tend to have coping problems and could turn malignant in the wrong hands. Okay. What's the feeling I get off, Ray? Uh, I mean, you can make a, uh, you, you would have to, like, read her to do that, uh, which would be, like, aesthetics, probably. I'm assuming like a, I, I know her clan, but... Yeah, she's Phoenix, so you, you obviously know that she is, uh, magically competent, or at least well magically educated coming from the Phoenix clan is a safe assumption, right? Um, you also the... know... Oh, go ahead. Oh, you also know Shrine Keepers? She is, uh, her, her family mom is from the Kaito family. And the Kaito family, uh, they're, they're known to keep temples and shrines. So there's a good likelihood that she has had truck with spirits in the past. And that she is probably equipped to do it. You don't know her personally, but given the very basics you've seen from who she is, where she comes from, and how she's operated in this short moment. Okay. Yeah. I mean closer um i haven't put my katana away and i'm just staring at her i think just watching as she walks by my head just gone yeah ray aoshi's staring at you unblinkingly weirdly um i'm going to turn to her and just be like it is rude to stare especially when we have not been introduced hmm i know your clan and i recognize your garb you be hoping hoping this one move on? Of course. Be you careful. would not do to leave one so young lost. Be careful. Thank you. But she won't move and she won't stop staring. She's just waiting for you to leave, basically. And you're heading back up with Kuroyuki, Muenikoi, and Sayaka to the merchants? Yes. Okay. Oh, uh, Muenikoi's already out. When he heard ghost, he got on his horse and fucking booked. He's like... <laughs> See y'all at the castle, everybody. Start <laughs> like leaving the scene. <laughs> okay, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that's a series wrap on Mono Moo and Koei. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that, it's, it's those anxieties. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just that anime scene being like, where where did Moon and Koei go? And you already see him in the distance, being like, all right, guys, we'll see you there with the back clown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just a trot. He's not galloping. You catch up with him, but he's just like waving. You're like, all right, later. <laughs> okay. So the other four of you make your way back over to uh, Ryu and Izumi, who is Sayaka's retainer, who are sitting up on the cart with these two terrified and yet thankful looking merchants. Are uh, uh, Ryu and Izumi okay? Yeah, they're fine. I'll go up to the two merchants, and I'm very, very sorry for your loss. Thank you, the... We were just... Thank you. It's... Never seen anything like that before. And uh, are you... able to tell us what happened? Me? Would you like to... Would you like some time to... collect yourself? No, 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 it's... It, it, it... It, it, it's okay, Crane Sama. We were caravanning up the road, uh, uh, leaving from Otosanuchi to pick up more wares in Phoenix Lands, and uh, we road was perfectly clear. And then, as we came around the bend here, it seemed like these creatures sprung out of the ga- ground. They just kind of just came up, 
And there they were, out of like nothing, the sh shadowy. And then they were there. I don't even know how to describe it. Okay. Can, can, can we, can we pay you, for saving us, or something? Oh, there's no, there's no need. Okay. We couldn't pass by and not take care of such awful creatures. Thank you. Our families. Families. Put whatever you would have paid us into taking care of all of that. May, may we take the time to deal with our relations. They're allowed to touch dead people, right? They're technically... They're not non-people. They're merchant class, so they're kind of middle class, and so technically shouldn't. But it's their family, and they're out in the middle of nowhere, and the, so they'll probably need to do purification once they get somewhere civilized. But they're not gonna just leave their families out to rot. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's it, it's kind of like a like eh, but as long as you like clean and purify yourself, it'll be okay. And, yeah. Okay. So imagine that spiritual sins kind of ratchet down in intensity, right? As you move down the the pecking order, it's still sure. not great, and they still don't want to do it. Sure. But they will in extenuating circumstances. Right, their and family. This, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Um. Of course. Of course. Um. Would Would you like us to accompany you back, or? Well, uh, what back where? To the Phoenix Lands? No, no. That's. Oh, I'm no, sure so that's I'm, completely out of your way. We We were heading to uh, the. Emerald Champion's castle, if... We are passing by, the, we were planning on passing by there on the way to see if there's anything we could pick up before going home to sell. Um, if you still plan on going there, we would be happy to escort you. Yes, that would, that would, that would, that would be, that would be excellent. Thank you. Just give us some time if you would. Of course. Thank you. And the two does, of them, oh, go ahead, Ray. Does Kyoko recognize either of them? Uh, she calls you, you hear her talking about her uncle's lift, and it's even sadder now that her parents didn't. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, I missed, I missed the first part. What did they say about being attacked? The, 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 the goblins and the, the, the ogre apparently just came out of the ground. I'm gonna walk around and... See if I spot anything that can explain that. <laughs> yeah, uh, make an aesthetics air check, and Ray and Aoshi, you can both make theology checks, either theology air or theology earth. Independently, looking around, feeling into the actual spiritual nature of the area. Sadly, Kuroyuki, your your physical investigations don't bear any fruit. Um, but Aoshi and Ray, looking around and kind of tapping into the spiritual essence of this area through your own means both come to the same conclusion these were called here they were summoned i'm gonna go over to kuriyoki and say um these were summoned yeah uh, they didn't wander here without purpose neither did the running that we encountered before i do believe something's on the go i'm going to walk back to the merchants did either of you encounter somebody did you, did you encounter anybody or see anybody on Overlook wearing no, but, a black hood? Um, and they both start, like, looking down and kind of thinking really hard. 
We, we heard what we thought was the neighing of a horse. It was hard to tell where it came from. It's almost like it was echoing. Um, I, I, we just thought it was other travelers, and, and until you asked us now, it didn't even dawn on us that it might be something else. I'm gonna <clears throat> look back at Eoshi, and at, do they have to be within a certain distance to summon at this spot? It depends on the person and how powerful they are with their connections to the other. Um, I have not seen this. I do not, I cannot give you a clear answer. Maybe if I commune or have tea. I'm not sure. Commune would not be a bad idea. Is what and, I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, both Ray and Aoshi, you, you both feel that things are starting to kind of calm back down spiritually as well now that the filth has been removed from the area. But you can jointly commune too if you two want to work together on it. I do have a divination set. I'm going to walk about a hundred yards uh, off the road. Fourth side or reed side? Reed side. Okay. And I'm going to slowly circle around, at least until somebody calls to me to come back, looking for horse tracks. Okay, make an aesthetics air check. Uh, and as you're doing that, Katarei and Aoshi, you are going to attempt to speak to the spirits? Yes. As the two of you begin to do this ritual, Kaido Ray begins to spread her divination cards out, giving you an additional focus. Uh, mm -hmm. And as you begin to stare down at them and importune the spirits around you, you feel this intense sense of taint, this corruption. Something was slaughtered here. Something in the invocation of this blood magic was used. Uh, you, you have heard of this before, it's called Maho, uh, and those who practice it are called Mahosukai. It is a corruption of the spiritual order using death and blood to importune the spirits to do something terrible, such as raise up Shadowlands creatures in the middle of here, right? You believe it's happened off somewhere in the trees, but it's hard to know exactly where. Saka, what are you doing during all of this? Um, I'm probably just hanging out by uh, the cart with uh, Izumi and um, is Mo is Munokoi still just effed off? Yep. All right, fair. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, all of our all of our all of our creepies are hanging out um, with ghosts. Uh, so I'm just chilling with Ryu and Izumi, probably. Um. I have to ask such weird questions in this because I don't know. Are okay. they allowed to play? Are they allowed to play Go? Sure. Okay, I'll offer if anyone, either of them, want to play Go, and okay. we'll just sit down on like the card or whatever, and just like, because we're basically just waiting for them to take care of their families, and we're yeah, we're just kind of yeah. waiting and stuff, so. And all of this is happening. You uh, off on the reed side, some a pillar of smoke has started to form, where they're burning the bodies of their family. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, you're going to play Go with Izumi, who's perfectly happy to play Go with you, and is actually probably one of your favorite partners. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, Aoshi and Ray, what are you doing with that knowledge? I'm 
basically going to tell people within us, our, our little group, mm-hmm. but I'm also going to start walking off towards the woods where I feel the, um, feel the, the taint. I'm going to try and find the site. Okay. As you start heading off into the woods, Ray, I imagine you're going along with, yes? Mm-hmm. Uh, Yuki, you have crossed through the reeds, across the road, up ahead. You see Muinakoi bumping off in the distance. Uh, <laughs> and as you, you start coming around, you kind of intersect where Ray and Aoshi are, who seem to be heading off in a specific direction. I'll, I'll follow them curiously. Cause... Okay. Um, and you move off into the forest and you smell it before you see it. It's a smell of death, of a, a rotting carcass. And as you come upon the scene, there you see five black candles burnt to a nub, in the center of which is a horse, whose blood has been spilt across this circle, its throat slashed, its stomach opened, and it looks like it's been desiccated of all its life energy. The body has shrunken in upon itself. You have come upon the site of a blood ritual. Thanks so much for listening to the Welcome to the Party presentation of Steel Blossom Moon, a Legend of the Five Rings role-playing game by Fantasy Flight Games. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe whether you're listening on Google, iTunes, or on Podbean. We're so happy to have you today, and check out the social links below for links to our Twitch stream, our Twitter feed, and to our Patreon account. Our Patreon is the way that we subsidize all of the work that we do here at Welcome to the Party. It helps us pay our mods on the Discord. It helps us underwrite things like our Zoom chat. And our goal is to create a PBS for RPGs where we're able to fund writers, artists, and other creators around the D&D and RPG universe to create amazing things and then give them a place to showcase it. So if you feel like supporting the podcast, the best way to do it is to head over to patreon.com front slash welcome party RPG and give a buck or two if you got them. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.